0: This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition.
1: Are you considering taking part in the NatWest Accelerator program for your pet business? If so, this week's podcast episode is for you. It's going out in February 2023, but the NatWest Accelerator program is something that runs all year round. They have a couple of intakes each year. So if you're listening in the future, uh, there may be time for you to go and sign up and take part. In this episode, I'm talking to Sophie Gowling, who is a enterprise acceleration manager for NatWest as part of their Accelerator program. I'm speaking to Sophie because I have taken part in this program and Sophie was my coach. So in this episode, you're going to learn all about what the program is like, the different components, the different pillars of support that you get as part of it, what that will mean for your pet business and things to consider if you'd like to take part and the kind of things that you can work on as part of the program. I will put all of the links to the... Information that you need if you decide that you want to take part or find out more in the show notes for this episode. But I think you're going to get loads if you're considering the program from listening to what Sophie's got to say. And also from my experience as well, it does feel a little bit strange interviewing somebody and talking a lot about my experience. But I know it's important to give context to the kind of things that you can work on in the program. The key message I want you to take away from this is that help is out there and you can get help for free. The accelerator program is free. um, And I know often as entrepreneurs and business owners. We feel overwhelmed. We need support, but we feel, and I know I've made this mistake that everything um, has got a price. Actually, there is a lot of support out there in this programme and generally anyway and that you can access for free. So I hope you found this really helpful. I hope it helps you if you are considering taking part and it's absolutely something that can help your pet business. I have my own personal experience from this. So I hope you find it useful and that you enjoyed this chat with Sophie and now on for the main part of the podcast with the interview with myself and Sophie. So hi Sophie thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's very lovely to be speaking with you and flip the tables a little bit. Um, So hi, my name is Sophie Gowlin. I'm the Enterprise Acceleration Manager for NatWest. Uh, So my role is to support the business programme for NatWest in the Northeast, in the Newcastle hub, Um, as well as that, I am a jewellery designer. So I've got a jewellery business, SG Jewellery Designs. Um, And yeah, that's me.
1: Lovely. Okay. So tell us a bit about how you found yourself working, um, working, doing what you do, because you're the enterprise acceleration manager, but you're a coach as well for, um, as part yeah. of that, aren't you? So how did you find yourself um, doing what you do?
0: So uh, my background, very different to um, kind of the traditional path of what people expect coming into a bank, but I'm um, very fortunate as well. So came from a creative background, studied art up till degree level at university um, and was running my jewellery business that I set up whilst I was at university. And from there, I was actually on the NatWest Accelerator programme at the time, so had a um, experience again on the other side of the table which was really great to be able to understand about that program and to be able to focus on growing my own business. During the time that I was um, in entrepreneurship full-time I collaborated a lot with other independent brands and so worked with two women in business on a advent calendar drawing together lots of independent brands um, and kind of collect created a an entrepreneur community um which was really passionate about kind of drawing like-minded people together which as you know it can be quite a lonely space. So um had the opportunity to come on board with Matt West and from there focused kind of more so on the on the accelerator program that majority still do that on the side. Um, and that's kind of where we are up to date at the moment. Brilliant. Okay. So one of the things um
1: one of the things I've experienced because I've been a, I'm a freelancer, and then I've decided I wanted to set up a business. So it's a really strange transition to go from freelancing, where you're, you know, as you know, with my background is journalism, to the whole being a business owner, stroke entrepreneur. And sometimes I, f- I mm. do feel funny about the title entrepreneur. Still, I know yeah. I'm a bit weird like that, and you know me really well, don't you? And um, but one of the things, even as a freelancer or an entrepreneur, or you know, doing this, doing this whole. Running your own business thing is you do feel alone, don't you? And the reason yeah. why I decided to do the program is because I'd moved to a new city and I'd had three years on and off of lockdown, didn't know anyone, and I yeah. also felt like I needed support. And I think I think like the first thing is, I I didn't really know that the the support at this level was out there, and that's why mm-hmm. I want to shout about it. And I know a lot of other people. Um, and other people, other people in the in our group, um, in my cohort, are the same because it's so lonely, isn't it? So it's great that you found community when you um, when you you know were self employed and having your jewelry business as your as your your main thing. Um, but yeah, tell me a little bit about like what what's involved when you're in the um, accelerator and the kind of things that that it brings. I know obviously I've t- just touched on the community, but tell us a little bit more about how it all works.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the program is a six-month fully funded business program. So um, that's for businesses that are looking to scale and grow. We are open to all industries. So it's not something that I would say if you're within a specific industry or you're at a specific point, we will chat to you regardless because even if it's not the right time for you to be on the programme, then we will absolutely um, aim to signpost you in the right direction or certainly invite you back so that we can um, see where you're at and you're up to date. But in terms of the programme itself, it runs, like I say, over that six-month period, we have what we call kind of the four pillars of support. So Community is an essential aspect of that, and certainly the one where I see all of the magic moments happen when people can can connect with like-minded individuals. Alongside that, you've got the pillar of support through the coaching, which is with myself. So you have a dedicated accelerator manager um, who is your business coach throughout that six-month period. Um, I'll talk a little bit more in terms of kind of the power of that coaching and what that means in a bit as well as that you've got what we call thought leadership so that's things like your workshops and um, so we host workshops on kind of your core fundamentals within the business that are going to help you scale and grow as well as um, peer-to-peer group coaching sessions networking events community events and then finally and um, as the biggest bank for business in the UK Netwest have an incredible network both internally and externally so So um, the other half of our Northern Dream Team, Nikki Kilkenny, um, she's the local enterprise manager for the Northeast. So we work very closely together, um, myself within the program and kind of that internal network. And then Nikki works both with that, but as well in terms of that local ecosystem within the Northeast. So that's kind of tying the dots together between, as you say, the very big minefields of business support in the Northeast. um, so yeah, kind of coaching, thought leadership, networking, community. There are four pillars of how we tie all of those things together.
1: Yeah, and I think, um, and I know we're talking about the northeast because that's where I live um, and where Sophie, yeah. um, where you're based as well. But these there are, you know, you can access this this scheme across the country, and it's also on available online as well, isn't it? Yeah. And um, another thing that I've realised, you know, doing doing the accelerator is. You know, the help that's out there, because, you know, you've got obviously the coaching, you've got the people who are in your cohort with you and people are really helpful, which is lovely. Like I remember being in one of the um, peer led coaching sessions, which is basically where a group of you um, will be we will all be in the hub. We'll be, um, you know, separated into maybe like three or four groups and then we'll all sit down with one another. And it's like hot seat mastermind style. Where we'll talk about the challenge that we have, and then the other people who are the other entrepreneurs and business owners in the group will tell you, will you know, give advice and make suggestions. Um, and it's really what's really great is how somebody outside of your business, outside of your industry, can see the wood for the tree so quickly. Like I remember being in oh, one wow. of the pop up sessions, one of the group, like the peer coaching sessions, and talking about my mini membership, and it was right at the beginning. And this really lovely guy said oh my gosh, you've got to read this book called The Mom Test. And I was like, oh, you know, like I hang on everybody's every word. So I went straight on Amazon yeah. and got this book and it was so, so helpful. And it really helped me with all of the research that I did or a lot of the research that I did ahead of launching my mini membership, which is what we've worked on in the programme, isn't it? It's yeah. so brilliant. I really love that side of things. Um, and yeah, and just tell me, I know you see this every day, don't you Sophie? But just tell me about the kind of benefits of the peer-led um, and the you know the the support that you get from your other
0: um, acceleries if we can even call them that I don't even know if that's a Salaries. word no, I, mean, I love don't that. You? <laughs> yes you know I've not heard them called that but maybe we'll switch it to that that's a good word <laughs> um, I think that like I say that for me being able to kind of observe that from that wider lens and seeing people come into the program and being almost a little bit scared to come through the door and they're thinking oh god I don't know anybody like what even is this people don't always know what to expect and especially um, I've got a real keen focus on ensuring that it is very um not not relaxed in the sense that it's not challenging but we want to be approachable and we want to make sure that people don't feel like this is like men in suits and top hats and we like very scary individuals so I think that being able to see that community that people make friends for life and and it's and it's so beautiful to see when I've from over the past couple of years of doing the role that people stay in touch and they have those magic moments of oh I know somebody that can help you with that and they can just make that introduction and that giving back is where we see the the kind of collaboration there's some amazing collaboration that's happened in the hub between um uh, some of the some of the women the women on the program um won't name names in case I'm not able to but um that came together to kind of support an event for an award ceremony and that was just really magical to see that without them all just being sat next to each other working that day and having that little off-the-cuff conversation and um, that collaboration wouldn't have happened and so there is a real power in it you guys have um, entrepreneurs as a whole are very like-minded and they're all kind of striving towards that common goal so even when you do work in different industries they're often facing the same challenges and um, just being able to be there for one another and like you say kind of see th- the wood through the trees very quickly when you're not in it's really powerful as well.
1: Definitely and you touched on it a little, um, a little bit there but it also I found it opens your eyes to what is out there as well because um, you mentioned awards um, and the other thing that I've been working on recently. I know we chatted yesterday, didn't we, about looking into funding. And yeah. I think sometimes when we just sit in our, you know, we're at, we might be out and about or we might be at home doing what, what we do. We don't even know the, I, you know, I didn't even know funding for things like website updates or whatever existed. You know, well, I did, but I thought it feels so far, it feels so far out of my reach. But actually, when you're in a community where people know about these things because they've used it it becomes so much more accessible and so much you know that that whole process is broken down isn't it so do you want to talk a little bit about like the the funding side of things and just give a little bit of an overview really about like what is what is accessible and what is possible when you when you take you know when you're involved in something like this and you've got that access to that network
0: yeah absolutely so I think um as I'm sure most people will agree, if you're not from the funding world, it can feel like a very scary space. It can be very fast moving. So what you knew six months ago might not be relevant to what you know now, Um I think that one of the things that I always do if I'm in coaching sessions and I see that there's a conversation to be had about funding, fortunately through the programme, of course we have um, a national event that we host over the day, which talks about that funding. So there's lots of resources and things that come off the back of that and um, that we'll signpost to. The local enterprise managers, Nikki Kilkenny for the Northeast that I touched on um if you are interested, we can signpost you to who they are across the country and um, their role is to kind of join the dots a little bit more. So any local support, they're very much fingers on the pulse with any grant support that's available um, and funding in general for different regions. So um, it kind of saves you the hassle of scrolling through those very long websites, trying to understand what you are and aren't eligible for. Um and having that deeper conversation with someone like that is not just the funding might potentially open some doors to other areas that might be a challenge for you if you're not funding ready. So um, there's websites such as Swoop Funding, which um, give a really comprehensive overview of how you and um, the types of funding that you can look for um, and what's eligible to you essentially within your business. Um but things like the business programme and other business support within the country can allow you to get funding ready and also just clarify whether it's the right thing for you. There's lots of different funding and um, obviously lending, equity, crowdfunding, grant funding and trying to decipher what is the right thing for you to do. It can be a very time costly process to go through that. So um, if that's something that you actually want to do, um and trying to understand the direction really. So um, I won't touch too much on it because it's too early in the morning, Rach. To, to <laughs> we'll be we'll be, um, we'll be falling asleep at the wheel here. But no, it's there's, there's lots of different areas to it. But I think for for things like the accelerator program, absolutely, we can signpost you in the right direction and make connections if that's the kind of thing that you're looking at. Um, otherwise, it's really just about gaining that self awareness and clarity on what's the direction that you want to go um, and learning more about all of those resources that are available. Yeah, I remember
1: being in one, I remember being in one session and there was um there's a lady in our cohort who has a dating app. I don't think she'll mind me mentioning her, but I won't mention her by name. But anyway, she was talking about how she used to worry about asking somebody for like 50 pounds. And then she was talking about how she'd gone and spoken to investors and was asking yeah. for an investment of like half a million. And I was, you know, my my mind was completely blown by it. But it's fascinating yeah. to see people, people inside of um inside of there um and the things that they do and achieve I know in my cohort there's been people who've been through several times and they really have made huge progress and I'm going to ask Sophie in a moment about the coaching element um but and yeah in fact I'm going to ask you about the coaching element and then I'm going to share my experience of it with you because I think it would be really helpful um and also just to give people who listen to the podcast who kind of know me and my my story and the bumps in the road I've had and how it's helped me but first of all I think it's really helpful if you can just explain to us about how the coaching element of the accelerator works and what a little bit of what coaching is as well
0: yeah absolutely so i mean i'm i'm a little bit biased in saying that the coaching is one of my favorite elements but that's probably because <laughs> I won't say that it's the best, but I certainly love it because, like I say, being able to to witness those journeys of when people come in and when they, if they do leave the program, either after 6, 12 or 18 months. Um, and seeing kind of the starting point and where they are when they leave it's just really wonderful it's a magical moment so um in terms of the coaching like i say we've got the one-to-one coaching which is with your enterprise acceleration manager and for the northeast fortunately and um, they get myself and then we also have the group coaching so that's your peer-to-peer where we put you into a small group and kind of have a bit of a sounding board session so um One of the things that I always start off by saying for those that aren't familiar with coaching, um, especially those when they're coming into a programme where they're looking and seeking a lot of advice, is that the coaching is a non-advisory service. So um sometimes that can make people think god i just want all of the answers and i want you to tell me it all now but that um we normally do about a 45 minute to an hour session every single month and um some people that might seem like a lot some people they think i need maybe a little bit more of a touch point but that's kind of a personal um kind of personal preference on that but it's there to be able to raise your self-awareness so for some people it's just being able to speak out loud and have that sounding board. Um, for others, it can be that level of accountability to say in a more structured environment, OK, this is what you said you were going to do last month. So these are what you say your goals are. You're not quite kind of heading in that direction. Is that still where we want to go or are we looking at going somewhere else? Um But the coaching is very bespoke. It's tailored to what it is that you're wanting to get out of that. So whether that's looking to increase your confidence as a leader. Sometimes we find people come into entrepreneurship and it's actually an accident. They didn't really intend to kind of fall into being full time business employee um, rather than employed. um. Or it might be that you're looking to kind of hit certain financial goals or hit a certain benchmark within the business. So we will focus on that and take a bit of a deeper dive into any challenges and roadblock blocks that may be getting in the way of achieving those things. Yeah,
1: Yeah. no, that's a really good um, explanation. And I think when we have, I know lots of people who I know, lots of people who will be listening will have had coaching in some way, shape or form. They'll have done online programs, they'll have done online courses Um, and had loads of different experiences even the word like mastermind or coaching or group program or accelerator I see it used in so many different ways Um, yeah the coaching thing I feel has been the that's been really it's just been a really important part for me and I'm going to share a little bit about my own experience obviously I know you know it but for people listening um, so you can understand a little bit about how it's worked for me um, now normally, if you're not somebody who's got a podcast who blabbers on about their thing, obviously the coaching conversations are confidential. But in this instance and in this context, I think it's relevant for me to talk about what I, what I had from the program. So first I'm going to say, and this feels weird doing an interview podcast where I'm doing a fair bit of talking, but I think my, I'm like the case study here, aren't I? <laughs> um, but yeah, first I'm going to say that. For me, coaching is like a game, having coaching is like a game of snakes and ladders. I use this analogy when I was talking about, talking to one of my coaches about whether it could be good for her, which, um, because when you've got, a when you've got some, when you've got something you want to do, it's like you're at the bottom of the snakes and ladder board, you've got the thing you want to achieve at the top and you are going to go up the ladders, but then the snakes are going to knock you back down again. And if you keep getting up and going up the ladders, you'll get to the top of the board, but what happens with coaching is it makes sure that you hit those, hit the la- the tops of the ladder for me. And if a snake comes and knocks you down, you've got that environment where you can explore what knocks you down. How are you going to get around it next time? How are you going to get back on the ladder? What you can do to keep moving forward? And having that coach, that person who keeps you accountable means that you don't go oh suck it i'm gonna go and do something else i'm gonna go and play hungry hippos for anyone who grew up in the 80s and 90s <laughs> That reference you stay on that snakes and ladder board and you get to the end so that would be my experience um and i know you all have had coaching as well that's part of your coaching training won't you um yeah that's yeah how it for me um,
0: yeah i think for i mean n- naturally i've i've always been a very sociable person and i'm also kind of naturally ha- i've quite empathetic so those deeper conversations feel um a normal avenue for me I'm like tell me more tell me more and I want to really dig deeper in that but I think that there's a real power in just having that space that's held for you to be able to just talk about what it is that um maybe you just haven't had chance to talk about yet and I think when you're running 100 miles an hour when you're spinning a million plates we don't really stop to clear the desk and think okay this is where I'm going right now, but actually, is that what I want to do? Um, is that a really aligned with me? What are the potential barriers that could get in the way, like you say, of getting to the top of that ladder? Um, and it can feel for some people just quite a cathartic process to just have that sounding board, to hear things out loud, and they'll go, okay, actually, as I've just said that there, something else has come to me, Um and yeah, absolutely. If for anybody that has gone through that coaching journey already might have had a bit more of kind of an understanding and experience of that. But I think for people that haven't had that coaching experience, it can feel like a little bit of a club that's actually like this little like secret thing of people that have been coached versus those that haven't. But it's a conversation and it's there to just have that, that time to self-reflect and think about realising new ideas, realigning with what is important to you Um and is really tailored to what works to what you need yeah it's such a valuable thing to have and
1: I, I, I was you know in the old in the old like in the old group where I just thought oh you know coaching that feels very self-important and yeah. it's not something I deserve or not something I need and obviously my um you know I've had different types of coaching over the last four years um and I'm now obviously completely converted and I've trained and qualified yeah. as a coach myself which has been also been part of my NatWest journey, hasn't it? um And it's been incredible. Yeah. So when I joined um again, I'm happy like to share like what my what my goals were. I had a few different. goals. There's only one that I'm not ready to share yet because you know what's going. Sophie knows what's happening, but it's I'm not quite at the finished point, and I don't want to tempt fate by sharing it. But my, wow. like, I think at the beginning, my my core my goals were to. I launched my mini membership which is launched i launched it in november i launched it early and i had a, a t- i gave myself a target of how many people i would have liked to have joined and um, with that there was a lot that a lot that went into that so it was um telling my old my current membership that the changes were happening it was building a new website and writing the content for that and having the people who've worked on my websites. It's a lady called Ross, and she she's she used to work for my dad, who died like seven years ago, but she's worked on this website for many years, but it was a complete um, – it was a lot of changes, so I had that element. So it was writing the website, thinking about what it was going to look like, having the directory added onto it, communicating it, having two mini-launches, lots and lots of work that needed to happen and lots of milestones that needed to happen every month um, as I went through that. Another thing that I had was to pass my ILM, so Sophie held me accountable then – um and just ensured that I was getting my assignments done um and then the other one was about taking Friday afternoons off so we've had this we've had very funny conversations about my third goal um and I've got one more which I can't talk about yet but my third goal about the Friday afternoons and every time I turn up you'd be like well how are you getting on with the Friday afternoons then and I'd like,
0: mm-hmm, well <laughs> and then we, we just,
1: just why we're
0: I doing know. this on
1: a Friday morning aren't we yeah Just exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes so Sophie was like okay well how about you finish you know have you thought about the finishing like an hour earlier and tracking as those hours move backwards so that's one of the things that we've worked on so it doesn't have to be you know raising five hundred thousand yeah, yeah. pound funding it can be it can be all kinds of different things can't it um yeah. but as I say having you as a sounding board and having that that space, but also that real accountability um, has made sure that I've not fallen off the snakes and ladder board and it's been really valuable for me. And now what's also really lovely to see is the people who've come into the mini membership, because that's happened, it's also having an impact on them. So that ripple had a ripple effect, I had a really lovely testimonial from um, from a client this week um sharing about you know the impact it's made on her business and how she's doing things that she'd hope you know that have been on her to-do list for a very long time like a newsletter and be more visible so that's really lovely to see Um, so yeah the coaching I can't talk I can't rave about it enough really And but tell us I've shared my experience but do you want to tell us like the kind of things that coaching can help with from other people's experiences as well
0: yeah I think that um as I touched on at the beginning, I don't want to kind of repeat myself too much around the some of the benefits that I see. I think that the, the um, having that space where people can really gain clarity on ideas is really is really wonderful I've seen businesses come and sit down and say I have all of these different things that I'm looking at doing I have no idea where to start with it and how to kind of draw all of those things together so that there is one core cool point Um so being able to kind of work through that process and seeing those aha moments is really powerful Um, I've worked with a business who makes me laugh every time and they, they call it their homework and um, not cuz i set those actions but they genuinely say that if we didn't set those actions every month then they just wouldn't do it um, yeah. and they know that i'll question with them why so it just shows the power of that accountability of saying this is what you said you were going to do are you on track and you touched a little bit on it with what you were just saying there in terms of your experience but being able to kind of realize that bigger why so sometimes when you're doing things and it feels like a long slog and some of those goals are um seemingly a bit smaller in terms of the time that they'll take to achieve but some of them can feel like a bit of a mammoth task and breaking that down um into kind of manageable tasks is absolutely something that you can help can help be realized through coaching but also as you just touched on there the the bigger reason as to why you're doing things so the impact of the actions that you're taking. And what that's going to do for other people so through the power of us being able to have those conversations and for you to realize where you want to take your mini membership and then the power that that has and is transferred on to other people um, and the support that that brings and that is one of the bigger reasons why people do things it's not necessarily related to that immediate action it is there's a bigger purpose behind it and so being able to bring that thread back in sometimes in the coaching sessions and remotivate people and re-understand okay that's why I'm doing this it's not when I'm having those hard days and I'm sat wondering what on earth I'm doing <laughs> having those times when you can kind of realign is really important so um, I think yeah there, there's lots of different what I call like magical moments and I think that's just that's exactly the reason of the power of coaching but if I can see um somebody take a step forward in those few sessions I think people sometimes expect that it's going to happen in one or two sessions and that's not necessarily the case it can take a couple of um sessions to kind of just find your feet and get to know each other and understand what ticks and what you're naturally starting to avoid so that we can challenge you a little bit more um but that raising of self-awareness and that accountability and the momentum that it can create for me is where I think, yes, we're on to something here. And it's just really beautiful to see him, people. So I heard about um,
1: the Accelerator programme because I've won SBS, which is Theo Pathetis's, um competition that he does every Sunday. And if you don't know about SBS already, anybody listening, I know a lot of my listeners do because they've also won SBS. Um, It is a community um, that Theopathetis has put together supporting entrepreneurs and he has a big event every year, huge exhibition centre in Birmingham. It's happening at the end of the month in February 2023 as we're recording this. Um, And I know that loads of pet business owners have have won this because um, that's how I ended up finding out about SBS. And then that led me to um, Sophie. Um, But I know, obviously, you know about SBS as well, and it's a really brilliant, brilliant thing. And um, but what I'd love to ask you is, you know, I know people apply for SBS, and this, I guess, is the next step. So, what would you, what would, what would your advice be to any pet business owners, whether they are a service provider like a dog walker or a cat sitter, or um, they run a service business, or if they've got a product business and they really want to get that off the ground and and you know get some support behind that, what would your, what would your, um, what would your advice be to them?
0: So, I would say that if you are stuck, always come and talk to us because we are, um, you don't need to bank with NatWest to come and have a conversation with us. And we are a friendly bunch. And that's not just in the Northeast. Um, there is an amazing team across the country that do an incredible job at joining the dots with all of the enterprise support. We're not shy in sharing that. And we're not gatekeeping any of the support for anybody in particular. So, um, I would say that if you are, somebody that has that what we call the growth mindset somebody that's looking to move forward regardless of what industry you're in um, if you're looking to kind of build some momentum have that kind of motivation of being around others learn be challenged and kind of have a real focus then come and talk to us like I say if the accelerator isn't the right thing for you whether that's now or in the future then um we will aim to kind of signpost you to some business support that is available um, in your region. That would be the right thing for you at that right time. And I think that there's a real power in seeing other people's journeys, learning from them and just having that structure to take, like just alleviate some of the pressure that you feel when you're trying to do all of that stuff at once, spin a lot of plates um, and just to feel a little bit more in control I think that, like I say, come and talk to us. We would love to speak to you. Um, That's what we're here to do is to support you in your business and we love hearing about it. So um, yes, that would be my advice. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I'll give Rach my details if that's easier to pop over as well. Um, And then, yeah, we can arrange to have a chat and I'll signpost you in the right direction.
1: Brilliant. Thank you so much. So tell us about Um, Again, I know I've said this a couple of times and so have you, Sophie, but this is accessible across the UK um, and online as well. But can you tell us about how people can find out more um, and any other information they might need to know?
0: Yeah, so you can apply for the programme online. Um, It is a... I won't I won't jinx myself too much, but a straightforward application process in terms of um answering questions about your business, um, your goals, any challenges that you face, things like that. So it's a written application that you can submit online. And um, the applications for this cohort do close um on the 17th of February, I believe. And um they, that is for the national programme so you put where which hub you're wanting to go to or the digital programme which is a nationwide programme facilitated online for anybody that's not local to a hub as well. Um, we can also provide a little bit more information on other support that's available but if you connect with Any of myself or my colleagues on LinkedIn, we very very regularly post about the support that's available. Um, Otherwise, NatWest.com on the accelerator, if you search NatWest Accelerator, um, that will come up and you'll be able to have a little look at the other support that's available. Also, you've got the NatWest um, Business Builder which is an online free resource um, available 24-7. You can go on there and there's lots of free helpful resources around some of those business fundamentals, such as value proposition, pitching. I know Rachel will be thinking, oh, God, I'm always talking and referring back to that for all of the entrepreneurs on the cohort. And, yeah, visioning and lots of those other things. So don't be shy and having a little look at that in the meantime as well, because there's plenty that you can um, download and work on through that too. Brilliant okay thank you so much for coming
1: and talking to me um I obviously I'm really really thankful for taking part in the program just coming to the end of it for me now um and I've also learned loads that I've brought into my own programs as well so it's been really really valuable what I will do is I'll put all of the links that Sophie's mentioned here um as in the link to go apply for the accelerator Sophie's LinkedIn um and anything else that Sophie will send that we think will be helpful for you in the show notes so you can just Swipe up if you're listening on an app um, and go and find out more. Um, And while there is a deadline looming for the next cohort, they do run every six months. So you can, um, you know, if you're listening in the future, then you can go and have a look. um, and. They have intakes every six months, which is fab. So, Yay. Sophie, thank you so much for coming and joining me on the podcast. It's been brilliant chatting to you in this capacity. Um, yeah. I know we talk as co- you're my coach and I'm your coachy, but it's been brilliant chatting like this. And also, Sophie's a crazy dog lady as well. So I think I'm. Out oh of- yeah, <laughs> I need a photo of you and your gorgeous girl. So do send me a photo of you and your dog. That I, that I, I can will. As she's well. she's
0: currently snoozing. She doesn't do. <laughs> So the girl will probably be there until lunchtime and then she'll um, come and come and try and annoy me to go on the dog walk. But yeah, Crazy Dog Lady should actually have been how I introduced myself at the beginning. of the podcast. <laughs> um, and I hope that there's some dogs at the SBS event next week so that you can um, so that you can take some photos of them. I want to see. Do they, are they allowed in? Oh, they, I don't they're a, think yeah. they're allowed in. Um, well, yeah, Maybe think- pictures of them.
1: Yeah, I think I you know what I think there would be too many dogs for the for <laughs> <isn't> the
0: <There's laughs> They so would be using, using them to their advantage, wouldn't they? No, on, would on Theo's good. weak spots.
1: <laughs> no, definitely. Poor Theo. He does get whenever you go to the whenever you get to the end of SBS, he's got like a table full of treats and toys and goodies for like Gladys's dog everyone takes in presents for Gladys it's brilliant so good oh then.
0: I'm gonna have to search this I like seeing how people what dogs people have so I'll have to have a look but um <laughs> yes I will send you a photo of me and Tilly I'm sure she'll oh, happily oblige she loves posing for a picture <laughs> oh,
1: awesome. oh well it's been really lovely chatting to you thank you so much Sophie and I will look forward to seeing you
0: soon yes we'll see you soon take care thank you Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.